This week on the Boag World Podcast, we argue about whether markers should be able to code and get all sexed up. Welcome to BoagWorld.com, the podcast for those involved in designing, developing and running websites on a daily basis. This is Season 7. I'm Paul Boag and I'm being joined by Marcus. Hello. <laughs> Lee wouldn't come on the show today, would he? Too busy, too yeah. important. Yes. That's his trouble. Yeah, I don't think he fancied talking about sex. Sex. Up. Getting sexed up. That's quite revolting, Paul. I know. Horrible. But it's the first show of a new season, and that's good. <laughs> it is. That, that is good. Did you have a nice well, August? We, I had a lovely August. Can we, can we just go whoop, rewind? Right. Whoop. What's the problem? We've only uh, just started. Uh, How can we be rewinding yeah, well, already? I think people need Hello, to Hello, welcome to BioEggWorld.com, the podcast for all those involved in designing. I didn't mean that today. I mean okay. that people need an explanation. Of the sexed up bit? Yes. Because it's, it's not what they might be thinking. No, we're going to talk about <laughs> sex discrimination within the web design industry. Yes. Um, nice light be... topic. <laughs> that obviously I trivialise by referring to it as getting sexed up. Exactly. So, An important yeah. topic that once again I trivialised. I'm quite scared about doing that section of the I show. I read it and I thought, I just sighed. You just I know I'm going to put my thought, foot in it massively. Oh, no. But anyway, that's later. Yes. I had, a, I had a nice August. I've not particularly... I've had a frigging wonderful one. Do you know why? Because I've only worked four hours a day. Yes. I tell you, I could get used to that. <sighs> Such a good way. Take two weeks holiday over a month, four hours a day. I, I can... See, I'm not so sure about that. Right, Because I would think that I... Some, uh, this year, I haven't taken a two-week break. I've taken the odd one-week break. But when I, I do, and I try to do it every couple of years, I'll, I will take at least two weeks off because it's a complete you can completely get away and shut down and shut off from from work with a week you can't and i imagine if you take two weeks off working half days it never goes away yeah (laughs) i I think to be honest the only reason it worked this time round was because i was working on a secret project that secret that was secret project Mm. it's so annoying i'm like half done with it surely i can talk about it by now I blame other people <laughs> that are involved in the process. But if I say who, I may give you away might give the everything secret away project. about yeah. the secret project. Um, so because that was all I was doing, it was really focused and, and you know, quite easy to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so Whereas I was running the ship with everyone away. Oh, you're so, so hard horrendous. done by. I had spent all my time just in base camp ticking boxes and uh, doing project oh, you management. You love project management. We know this. So, it's your strength, so isn't don't. it? <laughs> yes, it's it. Well, actually, I've realised I'm not too bad at it, actually, because I had to do it. <laughs> you but have it, to. Yeah. But no, I've been uh, I've been a guest on a podcast while you've been away. Yes. Anna asked me first, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, she did as well. <laughs> Cow. And then, <laughs> and then she said, "Is it all right if I ask Marcus?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, he can be my castoffs." How did it go? Did it go well? Were you witty and amusing? Not telling you now. So this was uh, <laughs> what podcast was it? It's unfinished business, which is Anna Debenhams and Andy Clark. Yeah, and Andy was on holiday, like so. me, waltzing around, probably in the motorhome, like me as well. No idea. 
Because he, he often goes away motorhomes. RVs in America. Yeah, I've got no idea what he was doing, but she, yeah, it, w- it was great. I was fantastic, obviously. <laughs> what were you talking about? I don't know what they Project were... management. Oh, mostly. really? And, you know, and, uh, you know, estimating and stuff like that. Because they talk all about the business side of running a web design agency, don't mm-hmm. they? Or, yes. or freelancing or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I know it was good fun. Nice to do something different. It's so weird that Anna is doing a podcast, bearing in mind how many times we tried to get her on this show when she helped out, and she was like, in the uh, background, that's yeah. all she would go. That was it. And now she's all... Mouthy. Rah, 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 up the front. I know. She doesn't sound like that, though. No, I bet she doesn't. She, was, she still sounds quite she's, sort of little. She's very cheeky and rude to me, mine. So I'm quite <laughs> glad I didn't go on, because it would have been nothing but abuse the whole time. <laughs> I bet you two were rude about me at least once in the show. I don't think you were mentioned at all. <laughs> don't believe that. Do you know what episode it is so I can check? Uh, Not that I'm that vain. Haven't got a clue. <laughs> we should put a link in the show notes. So that was, yes, let's put a link in the show notes. But that was the, obviously the highlight in, in amongst running the ship. While everyone was on holiday. I wasn't on holiday. I was working the entire time. I did not want anything related to our clients. No. So I don't don't care. I don't really like clients very much. (laughs) If you're a Headscape client, I don't like you. Yes, he does. (laughs) (sighs) So there we go. Sigh. So we're back. And we're back with something new. A new format. Yes. Because I like, I get bored very easily. <laughs> I have a short attention do span. Do you, Paul? Really? I do. Have you not noticed? Shall we change this one halfway through? Yeah. Actually, right? yeah. Sometimes these series have, but they've gone a bit stale, haven't they? And it's like, oh, what are we going to talk about next week? I'm very worried about this one, actually. Mm. Cause, because, right, the premise of this, this series is that we're going to take, um, you do like old school debating. Did you ever well, do debating at school? Yes, yes, yes. And well, it's like the Houses of Parliament. Yes, same thing. It, and it's this house proposes. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Yes, I'm going to run out of subjects really quite quickly because well, I'm trying to do two a show. Yes, and we might not be able to do two. We, I don't know. Let's let's see how we go today because it may be that we'll spend so long on the first one that we can make the, the next one next week. So oh, that's quite who knows? Who knows? But, it, but it's part of a cunning plan, you see, because, I, <laughs> because what I'm doing is each one of these, these subject matter, mm. I'm posting to the blog right. the week before so that people can share their comments so, so that we don't have to come up with anything original to well, say. Well, that's a good idea. But you obviously have to come up with the thing to talk about. That's my problem. Mm. I think I'm going to run out. But by doing two a week, it means that actually I go from having to write five, well, four blog posts a week in the show notes down to just two blog posts a week. And then a couple of these things which are really easy to put together. So it's all about laziness, as always with me. Laziness. Most efficient well, way of doing things. Yes, efficiency, I, I was going to say there. Not lazy. No, don't want to make more work for yourself. Exactly. I've got that other important things to do. Indeed. I was volunteering to do stuff this morning. That's the first time that's ever happened. I know, and we did, we've had a good meeting this morning about something that... Doing an animation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is not the kind of thing we normally video-y do. video thingy. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Kinetic typography. See, I know all uh, the terms. Do you, really? Yeah. Well, looking at the thing we're going to talk about first, I don't even know all the terms. <laughs> so we'll talk about that, actually. Should we move on to our first no, debate No, 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 we need to waffle on no, a bit No, come more. on, come on, let's get, let's get a move ashes. on. I don't give a shit. Really? Yeah. Well, that doesn't happen very often. Well, it has done, actually. That's the it? third, fourth time in the last five. Years. I don't know. Well, the f- I mean, why? Why? What? It's like a crappy little, little tiny thing. Little <laughs> it's the smallest trophy in the world ever. It is the smallest trophy. It's not about the trophy. It's about it? the bit, the ashes inside of it. Yes. 
Well, it's not even the ashes. It's about winning the It's not, you know, if it was the ashes of, yeah. I don't know, I was going to say Nelson Mandela, but he's not dead. Um, or is he dead now? I don't no, know. No, he's not. He's, this, he must be see, teetering the, on the edge. This is where we're going in the final section of this show. See, <laughs> is he well, dead? Is it kind oh, of I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I'm not sure. Anyway, it's not like it's the ashes of some great leader. It's some stumps. Yeah. See, look, I knew that. I knew the press. Yes. I, 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 stumps I, I nearly is. dropped off then, and I, you said the word stumps, and I came back in the room. There we go. Anyway, can we please do our first subject? I'm You'll sure no that, doubt waffle through that as well. No, but we've had, we've had like, have six weeks off. Something else must have happened. No, nothing's happened. Nothing anybody cares about. <laughs> I could do, a nice summer. I could get out my holiday photos, but really, it's an audio what, podcast, and it's not be, really going to work. Yeah. Only, only be me that's i've seen most of them anyway on facebook yeah that's true right please move on so in good debating style we're going to have a, a intro you know a kind of statement yep and then we're going to take either side of the statement mm-hmm. now i think it's important to emphasize <laughs> that we don't necessarily take a position we agree with we're just what we're doing is we're collating someone has to agree and someone has to disagree yeah and we're collating um feedback from the comments on the blog posts that i release mm-hmm. right yeah so if you want to contribute to these discussions you have to be ahead of the game you have to be subscribed either to the newsletter that i send out or to the blog via the rss feed or follow me on twitter something like that if you want to be able to uh, contribute because once we've recorded the podcast you could comment in the comments, and that would be good. We could carry on there. But if you want to get on the show, mm. you need to, to do it in advance, fairly obviously. So, right, so you're taking one side, I'm taking the other. What is our first position statement? It is this. This house proposes... I never understood that. Why did you start off by saying this house proposes? Because of the Houses of Commons. The House of Commons. Is that where it the comes houses from? Houses of Commons. Houses of Commons. <laughs> the House of Commons. I'm sure that's where it comes from. Right, okay. This House proposes that all those involved in the creation of a website should at least have basic coding skills. Which side of the argument do you wish to take, Marcus? I'll take disagree. Why would you pick that side? I don't know. I'm not sure, because I like the comments that people made. <laughs> you. So you were claiming to me, when you said that you wanted to pick the disagree side, mm-hmm. that you... Have no coding skills. I, I have. Oh, you could what, write it HTML. Depends what you mean by basic coding skills. I mean, my no, HTML no, no, is, no, no. I, I need <laughs> to pick you up on something immediately, which is there is a rule to this game, right? No, no depends. No depends. Okay. <laughs> I would say, based on my coding skills, it doesn't apply to the right. So, what can you do and what can't you do? Can't. Put it. Put your cards on the table. Um, Could you write an HTML document? No. Really? Really. You I so need to learn. I can put... I can... If I'm in a CMS where you have to tag things with HTML, I can do the kind of basic stuff that... Right. For so for, you, formatting... Then you uh, can write HTML. Yeah, but if it's kind of within a... If you're flipping between the two, and I can check what it looks like and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but not from the... Not from scratch, no. Why would I ever have had to have done that? Think back, Paul. Well, there must have been a case. Well, okay, you, but like you say, editing things in, in um, content management systems or... So, yeah, but I don't think that's what you mean here. I think what you mean... So we're already on depends already, <laughs> aren't we? Um, I think what you mean here is that if... And I think this relates particularly to designers. Someone who designs how an interface looks should be able to code 
that how it works. I think that's what you mean. No. <laughs> I, um, I think it's, it's broader than that. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to pull up and see what I wrote in the original blog post. I, I think everybody should understand, or I, what I was had in my head when I wrote this, was that they should be able to write an HTML page, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not expecting people to I mean, re- yeah, remember. Yes, right, I could, but not of any great worth. No, no, I'm not expecting it to be of any great worth. And, but anyway, I disagree. And, <laughs> and to do at least some basic CSS. So nothing make this green or whatever. Nothing at all. Right. Zero. No. See, we, we need to spend some time, Marcus. Yeah. You need some help. No, I don't think I do. That's what I'm saying. Okay, go on then. Will you get, give, me, give me your reasons or some of the reasons from here. Pick, you know, start us off. I'm still employed. There you go. Full stop. <laughs> Strictly speaking, you're not employed. Oh, yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you're yeah. running your own company. Yes, that's true. I think I would be employable as somebody uh, who did the kind of work that I... Not the sale. Well, certainly as a salesy type thing. Are we including salespeople here, by the way? I'm including any web professional, yeah. Anybody that works and deals with but the web. But let's make it easy and say that's the, the other half of my job, which is some UX work, certainly yeah. IA, that kind of thing. Yeah. I am sure I could be employed to do that. Uh, because as far as I'm concerned, it's more it relates more to business logic than to do with ui although I, I i do tend to shy away from um uh wireframing these days i've done some in the past but i don't feel like it's my job and i maybe that's this is why i wonder i think i'm i i'm i'm perfectly capable of talking to people about what their objectives are um and how they can be translated into the content that a site is is presenting but when it comes to ui i think that I'm not as skilled as I should be, and maybe that relates to this. Could be. Can you use Microsoft Office? Of course I can. Right. Um, Because Microsoft Office is a tool that you use for writing proposals and stuff like that. Therefore, you need it, correct? Yes. Right. So, D Drum Jack wrote, when content was intended for print, we required all new employees to be proficient in Microsoft Office and the equivalent. Now that content is intended primarily for web... Um, I don't think it's a stretch to require that employee to have a basic understanding of HTML and CSS. I see. I, this so I would say it's a fundamental tool of the web. I, I don't think that somebody who writes content for a website necessarily has to be able to be able to code CSS. I really don't think. No, it's I, I agree. Yes, I, I would. Ex- I'm willing to concede the CSS part. So I'm right. No. Because <laughs> you still need to be able to write HTML. Yeah, that, that's true, actually. Well, you don't have to be able to. That's the thing. I think if you are designing... This is when I come back to what I was saying. If you're designing in user interfaces, I agree with this statement. Right. Because it's not just about pretty pictures. It's but you're supposed to be disagreeing. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that. No, <laughs> but it's, that's my only... You had a but. Um, but I think if you're a content provider then you don't have to be able to. I think it's a... Okay, all right then. John Good, right? John Good is the... the, um, He's the guy that's come up with lots of things I don't understand. He's the guy... (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Um, He's the guy that um, runs the team at University of Surrey. Yes. Right, so doing some really cool stuff. He says, yes, that you should be able to go because it encourages mutual respect and understanding... And filters out like this, time-wasting requests and general muppetry, which is great. 
I think, uh, do you not agree with that? That it encourages mutual respect and understanding. Don't you think you would appreciate what Dan does more if you had a basic understanding Absolutely. of HTML and CSS? Absolutely. But so if, isn't that a reason I, to be doing it? If I had it? spent time under, uh, getting the knowledge uh, to, so that I could appreciate what Dan does more, I wouldn't have been doing my job for the past however many, 10 years. No, be because you're not, on other things. No, because you can learn. Or you I'm can lazy, learn to write an HTML <laughs> document in a in an afternoon. Yeah, I can do that. We've come to the conclusion: very basic, yes, but CSS. Or even I okay, let's take it a bit further. Right, um, uh, what's it? Ian Lloyd's book? Um, how to build websites the right way using HTML and CSS. Mm-hmm. I think it is something yeah, like and that. I, st- I think I started link re- in the show notes. Um, Molly Holtzflag's yes book of a similar title. Then, um, and got bored. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just think I think it's such a a fundamental part of you know of of, of the web. Right, it's what the web is built on. You know, um, well, I think the web's built on what people write and what people post to it. I think that's what it's about. And this is too much of a focus on the technology and not enough on the what it's really about. Because it's not the web isn't for web professionals. The web's for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I think that we both have examples of. I, I think if you you know if you're the equivalent of a print designer, um, and we a lot of people are certainly ten twelve years ago. A lot of people who were print designers ended up designing web pages, and that argument that they should know how to code, I agree with i'm not going to sit here and disagree that that those people don't you know you can just create pretty pictures i don't agree with that at all but i think if you're a content if you're if you're some kind of editor or you provide content i don't think that you have to know so okay right so i'm repeating myself over yeah that's ridiculous you're just coming up with the same (laughs) argument again again. because it's true no it's ridiculous (laughs) if you're somebody that writes content Mm -hmm. if that content is going to be marked up in any kind of usable form any way that we can style it visually and the designers do all that kind of stuff it has to be marked up properly in html therefore a content somebody that produces content needs to be able to write html they need to be able to wrap an h1 around a a title or a you know a um, a strong tag around a bold and all of that kind of stuff you need to be able to do that and it's so really? easy so what, to do. All content management systems need to be kicked out the out the window, do they? To be frank, yes. Well, I, this is where we start to agree on something else. But that still makes me think because this is my argument. I don't like content management systems, as you know. Well, it's WYSIWYGs uh, we're talking about. Uh, I I don't like content management systems. Right. I think that I think that there is a job that people that create web pages yes and they have them at the BBC. I'm sure producer type people yes aren't necessarily the people that write the content. They're kind of more of a layout editor type of person. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily the same, but it could be the same person, but it doesn't have to be. And that what we're but arguing here is that you must know this if you're going to do that. And that's far but that, too but strong. That's, but that's, apt, yeah, but it's absolutely, re- all right, look at it from a business point of view. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous to pay a, a whole nother person to, to lay out documents for the sake of half a day of someone's time to learn HTML. That's ridiculous. Well, no, it doesn't more make business it's about, sense. It's about how graphics are, uh, are placed on pages, it's, you know, it's producing images to associate it with documents. Yeah, okay, some people do have both of those skills, but basically if you're saying, as a writer, if you're not skillful in layout, which is a different skill... No, I'm not talking about layout. I'm not talking about layout. I'm talking about marking up a document semantically correctly. 
Um, but I'm, what I'm saying is the person who does the layout could easily do that for no, the writer. Because, no, because the point is, is if you design a well, if you've got a well... See, this, to be honest, it, you're exposing the uh-huh. fact that you don't know this. Because the whole, the whole fundamental thing is, is if the website is built in the right way, if it is correctly... Um, uh, the CSS is set up correct and all the rest of it, you don't need anyone to do the layout. If someone puts in the content correctly, it automatically formats it. Appropriately, for the sake of of uh, I keep coming back to it for the sake of a small yeah, amount of chance. That's training. so not true. I could teach you. <laughs> I could teach you in half. No, no, a day. no, no, no. no. What, what what's not true is this. Uh, in if you've got a content management system, or it, well, it was your statement. If it's set up correctly, yeah. Which they rarely are. People, clients break CMSs, which is or break sites that are built on CMSs, which is why I have this kind of. I think there should be an expert in there somewhere who is the person who creates your page especially the kind of top level type pages it could be your web design agency but it people tend not to want to continue to uh, hire expensive people to do that and why i come back to the point the writer isn't necessarily that person but even if that okay even if that the writer isn't that person i still think I see no reason why they can't learn the basics for the level of investment that is involved. I, 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 kind, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, certainly the, the kind of what you're talking about, the tagging bits, you know, H1s on yeah. paragraphs and all that kind of stuff. I can do that. Yeah. Um, and I think pretty much any writer could do that. Yeah. But I don't think that's what you mean. Or that, I don't think that's what the house is talking about here. I think the house because it says CSS. Yeah, we can't change. Okay, it. let's come on to let's come on to CSS then. I've got you to agree on HTML. That's good. Um, yeah, no, you know, you just agree with me. I said, yes, you I, did. I said, yes, I see no reason why you can't do that. But I also, but I still stand by my point. You don't have to. <laughs> if you're a good writer, you're a good writer, and that's that's the most important thing. Okay. <laughs> With, let's move on to CSS then. Yeah. Understanding the basics of how CSS works is a useful skill to have. The way, right, Justin, Justin Huxley, right? Um, I think it was... Husky. Him. No, it wasn't. It was John, it was John Good again. He argued... Oh, yeah, we didn't say... I uh, know, I skipped all that. I, I'm not going to say... I did, yeah, he did like, You've not you mentioned like, any of the people You like the general mapetry. Yeah, all right, I should have a look, shouldn't I? <laughs> The, the the thing that John talks about, he talks about a T-shaped team member. And this is what I, I'm agree. you know, what, what I totally agree with John over, and I think it's a really healthy thing. We're talking <coughs> about capital T, that yeah. anybody involved in the web should have a very superficial knowledge of pretty much all the disciplines that somebody works with, right? So they should understand, you know, the very, very basics of, of coding and principles of coding. They should understand the very basics of design, like you know, layout and white space and typography and that kind of thing. So you should know the very basics of writing good copy. They should know the very basics of, of information architecture. And then they should have a specialism, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about just understanding the principles because, as he says, it builds mutual respect and understanding. Is it? Don't deny any of that. Is That's it, all absolutely true. Right. And useful. Yes, you continue to you can be employed as somebody that that um, you know. Yes, people will still employ you, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's healthy, right, or good. Because we work in a sector where collaboration is so fundamental. How far and so do you important. take it though? 
I mean, how's your cocoa coding, for example? Terrible, but we don't do any cocoa here. But mine's non-existent. We have recently done a uh, oh, an, an iOS project. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, non-existent, no, nothing at all. I haven't got a clue. Don't. I, but I'm not saying that. All I'm talking about. No, but you're the saying is very, pro- very basic yeah. use across the board. You yes. said not just HTML and CSS. Yes. across the board. I I so would where I do you would stop see on the really hard things. We, well, that's all right. You don't have to know anything. I would no. Oh. I would. Anybody I work with, I would want at least some superficial knowledge of what they do. Now, I don't understand... Of what I do, you mean? What you do? No, what they do. I've got more than superficial knowledge of what I do, hopefully. They should have more... No, I'm talking about I'm talking about what I want from of them. But from, from, yeah. Yeah, the, right, take for example the developers. Yes, I, you know that, I haven't written um, uh, a line of server side code in donkey's years, right? Mm. But I do at least understand the principle. I understand the principle of tagging. I understand variables. I understand um, you know uh, all these kind of various concepts. You know, I understand object-oriented. I understand just enough for me to have a conversation intelligently with them. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's all I'm talking about. That's you, all this is talking you about. You are a proper... Your, the top of your T is very wide. Yes. And it is for me, really, but I miss out on when it gets technical, Yeah. basically. But the into the kind of the consulting end of things, it's, it's wide. You know, and, and someone like Chris downstairs who is a, you know, back-end coder... I don't think he'd know where to start on writing a proposal, for example. Um, and I don't want him to necessarily know that. Well, I think he should. I think he should know about how, how much effort he'd be able to help me estimate. Definitely. But he, but There's he, a difference. Okay. But which he's is read, skill. He's read your proposals before now. I don't think he's ever read a proposal. Okay, well, he should have. Yeah. But writing is, it's a skill that some people have and it's and others don't. Numbers is another one. Some people That's are fine. useless with numbers. Yeah, I'm not saying he needs um, to be good at it, but I, I, he should at least understand what goes into a proposal. Yeah, yeah. That, that I don't deny so they, that's, that's my Can argument. I read some of mine? Yeah, go on then. Okay. Uh, Chris Taylor, this is... It's yeah, not this Im- is bollocks, this one. Yeah, this is why I picked it. <laughs> um, it's not important that an architect can lay bricks, so I don't think that people like project managers and content strategists should have to be able to write any code to do their job properly. Okay, Chris, I want to respond immediately to that one. My problem with that statement... Is the first bit. <laughs> is, is It's not important for an architect to lay, know how to lay bricks... I accept. Yes. But he certainly needs to know the qualities of bricks, how much stress they can take. Yeah. He needs to understand in huge detail the underlying. And it's really funny. I didn't pick it, but there were other people that were taking exactly the same analogy. Yeah. But for the other side of the argument, because I think it is important that architects understand the underpinnings, the materials that their buildings are made of. And that's what we're talking about here. Uh, Go on. Give me another one. Um, I don't know. I haven't read it. Um <laughs> Ali Robe says a little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing. <laughs> no, I actually do agree with him over that. Mm, it can yes. be because you can start making assumptions. I have this problem. I'm terrible for this because I coded websites back in 1924. Mm. You know, I think that I know what I'm talking about when blatantly I don't. Um, so, yes, I, I will accept that. Uh, I think that's a perfectly fair Ooh, one. This is an interesting one. Tony Mosley. Right. I think any project... Um, relying on non-code workers to have a working knowledge of code to contribute would stagnate. Uh, that's 
far too strong and wrong. But this one's interesting. Uh, sometimes great ideas come from ignorance. Yeah. Which is so, so true. He is. And for a long time, I did take that position with designers. Because mm. Lee, if Lee here yeah. was here, because for years I said t- to him... Uh, when when we worked at the previous company, don't let the code hold you back. Yeah, yeah. You know, design what you need to design. Um, and I still feel that. Um, but actually... I mean, I wasn't yeah, referring particularly point. to design. I was anything, writing a song. Often the best songwriters are the people that don't understand the intricacies of, intricacies yeah. of music. They just hear it in their head. But, uh, but uh, to be fair... I don't think the level of knowledge we're talking about here is ever deep enough for you, for you not to be largely ignorant still. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I was taking a very kind of staunch position before. I think the principle of this makes a lot of sense. I just don't think it's black and white. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Should we do it? Should I think the majority of people, uh, it would be, it would help their job. So if they were working on the website to understand as much as they could of what everyone else is working on. Yeah. Uh, Wesley, Wesley Knight sums it up, I reckon. Wesley Knight. Wesley, sorry. Um, this, is, this is, I think, a nice kind of sum-up of the situation. Working closely, designer with developer, in these early design stages is a must, and I think that this really is the best way to work. And if the designer uh, does or does not know how to code, or vice versa, design decisions can be made jointly, and they may even learn a bit from each other. So what he's getting at there is you need to work closely together. Yeah. And then, if and you're you, doing it'll that... it rub off, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it rubs off, yeah. and it's very natural. So actually, our, uh, he wins my gold star... <laughs> Award for the most sensible woman. The only reason why I know any code at all is purely just from working on stuff. Yeah. But I think we... But to be honest, I think that is why waterfall falls down sometimes and why agile with a small a Mm. you know where you sit down and you're actually working in a room together and i don't think we as headscape do enough of that we did it this morning on that uh the script the storyboard for the video four of us sat around the room knocked it off in a couple of hours yeah worked really well if we'd shared that via whatever sharing tool we want to use it would have taken forever and it wouldn't have been as good and it it, and also interestingly with that that meeting as well there was you know there was you who well, I don't know what the hell you do, but I came up with great ideas. What, whatever it is, really you do, good, good. There's idea. me, and I don't know what I do. <laughs> but it was um, there was um, uh, Lee the, a des- from the design point of view, but also Dan, who had an understanding of the tool. Exactly. And actually, the combination of those two together worked really well mm. because he said, "Well, you could do this really easily," you mm. know, and that kind of you know that really helped. So it does does help. Yes, it's the collaboration that matters. So there we go. We came up with the happy conclusion we all agree Indeed. with. Should we move on? Okay, so I've got a plan with this one, Marcus. This is the sexy one. This is the, no, it's not sexy. <laughs> um, the, what we do is we just read out other people's comments because then we can't put our own feet in it. Yes, Although I think you that's very it, wise for you, Paul. <laughs> oh, you're the one that just called it the sexy one, right? So copying you. Actually, to be to be honest, I I ummed about whether to even tackle this subject. Because whenever I've seen it before come up, it's always devolved into this horrible argument. But I thought, screw it. There needs to be a proper mature conversation. So the blog post I wrote started off, 
if anyone says anything out of order, I'm going to ban them from life, you know, and I was really quite firm over it. But actually, it turned out to be a really wonderful, mature, good debate. So I know we've kind of joked a little bit about it, but now we come Mm. to it. I do want to take it reasonably seriously. This house proposes that the web design community needs to introduce positive discrimination to counteract the imbalance in the number of women within the sector. All right. Mm -hmm. And it it made me sad right out of the gate. Okay, I posted this online, posted it on Twitter. And the first thing that happened was really Annette Baker replied to me and she wrote, I hope this goes well and not like every other attempt ever. I'll join in, but I'm kind of tired of the shouting and abuse. Uh, And that really depressed me. Um, and I can see where Relly's coming from. It's not mm. a criticism of Relly. But there seems to be this real struggle to talk about this in any kind of mature way. And I guess it's because a lot of people in the mm. community are young men. I was just about to say, I'm gonna, I, I, I am going to offend people, and it's young men. Yeah. I was one once, yes. and I, so I can talk from experience. Um, young men often are... Ignorant Not idiots. very think, thoughtful, shall <laughs> I say. And they go, positive discrimination? Well, that's it's just not fair, is it? Yeah. Discrimination? No. Well, people should get things on merit. Yeah. She shouldn't get on the stage because she's got blonde hair and big boobs. <laughs> you know. well, yes. That was maybe but, taking it further than well, I was... To be honest, yeah. I've heard that yes. many times said. But the point of positive discrimination, because by the way, I'm agreeing. I'm an agree. Oh, yes. yeah, you're agreeing on that um, one. Um, it, it, this idea of just of, of, as was said downstairs as we came up there's no such thing as positive discrimination discrimination is discrimination and i don't disagree with that but i still agree with the statement yeah but that's because i'm old and i like to think a little bit wise and that um our our industry is full of young men that's why this needs to happen in my view but anyway can, uh, uh, yeah emma bolton just before we kind of get into yeah, the yeah. agrees and disagrees emma bolton posted a, a really good thing that i thought was was a very good um comment on the whole thing which she says often rising to the point um rising to the point in your career when you're um, uh, experienced enough and feel confident enough to speak coincides nicely with she was focusing on speaking at conferences coincides nicely with having children who's going to look after them when you're away um you know from home speaking what happens if like in our house if your partner is away a lot with clients and speaking too what happens if you also go away um, with your clients to, um, to do work like I do? How do you fit all of this in and also be a good parent? It's not easy. And this thing about childcare and parenting, I think is it, it's not it's really a different debate. It, it's a different debate entirely. But I actually think it's a really important debate because often cases, you know, because of historical situations, you know, more of the the load of looking after kids often falls with a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and childcare at conferences is non-existent. And to be frank, I think that sucks. And in a lot yeah, of work I mean, businesses it, as well, to be yeah, frank. I mean, and re- that relates to this, this debate. And yes, there should be decent childcare for people who want it, whatever, whether yeah. the male or female. And yeah, I mean, you also then get into the things about, you know, with, if you're talking about em- em- employees... And I feel really uncomfortable talking about this because we've got no female employees in this company. Not deliberately. But not, no. <laughs> no, we, we have just, had female employees. Yeah, we have At had. the moment, we, we don't. Yeah. Um, and, um, no, we do, actually. We have Liz. We do. I forgot Liz. Liz. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there you go. I'm part-time. Being, I'm being discriminatory. I guess you're thinking she's not, she's not in the building as we speak. No. Um, 
but you, you know things like providing flexible working hours i mean my guy's pete seems to be going and ferrying children around every five minutes so you know mm. providing those kinds of allowing people flexibility in their working arrangements is a big part of it but all of that really is outside of the debate exactly so I mean, we'll yeah, parenting is, a is another thing. perhaps we'll do that another week yeah right might lose, here we go some votes <laughs> here's my here's my first disagree with this statement okay and it comes from rachel andrew right who is a public speaker she's a brilliant author she's a great coder um and she's not afraid to talk about um gender and the uh, the problems and persecution she's had over time and she wrote i am not a fan of positive discrimination in general i think that the most important thing is that we ensure that women are not put off from participating for example uh, women in all walks of life have to put up with people making comments about their personal appearance instead of their ability. Just look at how um, how the media treats women, female politicians, for example. As an industry of intelligent people, it would be fantastic if we could make it socially unacceptable for that to happen. In other words, she's saying it's about a change in culture and a change in attitude, not discrimination. Uh, and... Yes, but no. Yes, but uh, no. But no. Yes, but, yes. but no. But um, I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say what what some guy yeah. said here. Only, only bits of it's a long one, and I can't. Ajia Halimunda. Um, I think positive di- discrimination is something that shouldn't be necessary, but often is, and that's mm. what I was about to say. Yeah, and I agree with Rachel's point about uh, female politicians being ridiculed especially those in the Labour Party that got in because of positive discrimination, etc., etc. Um, or not only... Again, you've got to be careful what you say all the way through this. But um, <laughs> I, I, what I think that positive discrimination should mean, and I hope it will mean, is that in 10, 20, 50 years' time, it won't be necessary. But yeah. it was required at the time so to he, balance the books. He talks about this. He talks about um, a period of intense positive discrimination mm. um, from kindergarten through to retirement to encourage women into the profession. Mm. Um, and that will, ch- he, he argues then that that will change this kind of boy's own male domain exactly. mentality and then it wouldn't be le- needed at a later date. Because, I, I mean, and this exists in so many places. I mean, yes, there are uh, women board members there are women ceos but if you you know a bit like the we, we had a woman prime minister but she was the most aggressive masculine leader yeah, we've ever had she wasn't yeah she almost had to become a man to survive um so that's what this is about and yes high quality better quality for want of a better term men will lose out well but, this is it's interesting he goes on to argue about this sorry i'm doing your side as well okay. now but well, i was uh, i was doing my side yeah You're helping me with it. he says there's uh, plenty of people complaining that positive discrimination for one group equates to negative discrimination for another he disagrees he argues that it isn't a zero-sum game because we've got an expanding industry, mm. um, and yeah, oh, you know, yeah. it's growing so much, actually, there aren't there's enough room. people anyway. There's, there's yeah, room. There's, there, yeah, there's room. Well, therefore, you don't need positive discrimination then. If that's really true, if there is room enough for everyone... But the, the thing is, is that women don't... They, yeah, they don't want don't to go for the... feel the that they are, they are... I mean, the okay, problem... Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to use the depends word. It depends on what you mean by positive discrimination then. Well, what I had in mind when I wrote the, the statement was things like, uh, well, in particular conferences, that conferences should actively pick women 
to speak so that other women go, oh, wow, these these high-profile women are speaking at conferences. Mm. I can do it too. I can stand up and have a voice in the industry. Yep, fabulous. What about uh, you've got, uh, you're going to, well, a bit like... Um, if you're going to become a politician uh, and positive discrimination was in place there, that certain seats you couldn't go for as a man. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not really suggesting that level of discrimination. I mean, well, somebody. That's, that's basically, what you're saying is, it, I mean, you can't do this. You can't actually say female only to a. Uh, because that, that's, that, no, it's that's sexual discrimination. Yeah, this is where we're getting into what I was going to use as a conclusion. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I'll read it anyway. Dave, David Prince, right? It's quite long, so bear with me. Okay. I think that it's really, really important to draw a distinction between positive discrimination and positive action. Yeah. Positive discrimination gives certain groups preferential treatment, um, be it in recruitment, speaking and selection and so on, regardless of their ability to do the job. Note that positive discrimination in the UK is illegal. Mm. And as other comments show, it's very controversial issue. Positive action is different. This is about saying, hey, we've got two people who are equally capable to do the job um, and all other things being equal, giving the job to someone who's in an underrepresented group because of their gender, sex, ethnicity, etc. Um, gender is, and sex, surely the same thing. Well, I think yeah. he, meant, he meant, you know, homosexual or whatever. Sure, OK. Um, this is not about giving uh, female speakers the role for the sake of it. They are given the role because they fulfill the requirements, but are given preference over an equally qualified man. Positive action may also take the form of encouraging applications from underrepresented groups by advertising in publications known to have a higher female readership or changing workplace practices, which we were talking about earlier, mm. and childcare and stuff, to make it more feasible for groups in this, you know, for people in this kind of group to participate. I think that's damn spot on, personally. Yeah, so do I. Uh, we've uh, almost <laughs> kind of ruined the conversation with that haven't we yeah. i don't I, I don't think so i think that yeah I, I love the idea of calling it positive action yeah that's spot i don't i actually don't person personally i don't think it has to be so you must have an be absolutely level because that's impossible and if you if you set your rules so stringently that the the two candidates must be identical, then you would never yeah you know it would never work. That's not a workable solution. You've well, you can't to say, compare people. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you've like just that. got to say, is this you know uh, when you're looking at people, are they able to do the job? And yeah. that's, that's kind of like I mean, a good a, a good way of uh, viewing it is um, with the conferences are quite a nice example of that. What often happens because I've been involved in planning conferences before, um, and you sit down and well, we want someone to talk on this subject. We want somebody to talk on this subject i want somebody to talk on this subject mm. you know and it, you know if one of the subjects i don't know is html5 or responsive design well let's say responsive design we could you know yeah we could go and get you know brad um brad um oh, forest i want to say but it's yeah. not um frost i think it is oh anyway yeah. whatever you we some could get bloke. some bloke <laughs> some some white bloke yeah. right young yeah. white bloke to come and talk about it or we could get some other, you know, some woman <laughs> yeah. that is just as qualified, you know, is doing responsive design stuff. Let's get her to do it. Yeah. You know, that's what we're talking about, isn't mm -hmm. it, fundamentally? Yes. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's any other good comments um, from the negative side of things. I mean, there's a lot of people that are saying any discrimination is wrong. Just calling it positive discrimination makes it sound better, but it's still wrong. And yeah. that's why we're kind of moving away from that, that 
idea of discrimination, which essentially, yeah, like like um, Dave says, is illegal in Britain. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we need to carry on on this. I think I think Dave, <laughs> David has just hammered it for me. Absolutely, it'd be really interesting to hear what other people think on that. I'm quite happy to continue these debates and perhaps I need to link to the original posts where the comments are so that, that people can, um, can comment on them there. Yes. Um, rather than in the show notes. So I'll put a link in the show notes to those. Um, yeah, I think this worked quite well. Did you think it worked quite well? I've got mm-hmm. quite heated on the first one. Uh, indeed. Which is yes. kind of cool. Yeah. It's, I wasn't having it when you were no, trying you to weren't make me say it. things. You weren't. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's good. This is going to be fun. But we've got to have other things to talk about. What else can we talk about? Oh, I've got a few in my head. Oh, okay, cool. Next week, do you want to know what we're going to talk about next week? Go on then. So we've got two. This house proposes that the web design sector should have a professional standards body that web designers should um, have the option of becoming accredited. Oh, blimey. Okay, right? yes. And then the other one is this house proposes that all new websites should be built to be responsive. Okay. So those are our yeah, two for good. next week. Yeah. But please send in some. Uh, yeah. Because that's it. I, um, beyond that, I'm pretty much stuck at the moment. I'm sure things <laughs> will come to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you can email me at paul at Boag World or just post it on Twitter. Um, but obviously mention at Boag World, otherwise I won't know about it. Mm. Unless, obviously, I follow you already. Which, obviously, I do because <laughs> all six of you are so special <laughs> It's so to easy me. to follow six It is. People, yeah. It is. I can manage it. So there we go. Have you got a joke? I've got... Um, uh, this I've done this before. I've Perhaps got- you ought to do something something different no, for each season. No, instead of doing no, a joke, you no, could no. do a limerick this no, time. No, I'm not going to do a limerick. A dance. I've got. I could do a dance. <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. He's doing an incredible dance now. I wish you could see it. He's more graceful uh, than yeah, someone that, that's, that's very graceful. People always use that word when they describe me. Graceful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> graceful as a bull. Uh, um. I've got the top ten jokes from this year's Edinburgh Festival, and I've done these before. Oh, right. Uh, I probably shouldn't be using them, but anyway, they were on the BBC site, so that's yeah. all right, isn't it? Credit I, to the original sources. Blah, blah, uh, well, blah. This, I'm going to go for number two first. This is Alex Home. I've got the second best joke of the week. I used to work in a shoe recycling shop. It was soul-destroying. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. Yes, I quite like that. That's quite good. There's lots of good ones. Excellent. That keep us going for a while then, wouldn't it? Go on, do one more. I'll do one more. Tim Vine. We all know Tim Vine. Yeah. My friend told me he was going to a fancy dress party as an Italian island. I said to him, don't be Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> I like that even more. <laughs> so there we go. That's really good. I'm glad That's to be the- back. I enjoy our little chats. Absolutely. Marcus. So do I. It's better than better than proper work. Exactly. Yeah. Can we just do this and nothing else? Wouldn't it be great? I'd like to, one day we ought to do this at some point, is actually to do this live. Because mm. then people could be joining in the debate live streaming and it'd be so exciting and backwards and forwards. Yeah, perhaps we ought to set it up. I'll have a think about it. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. And we will see you again next week for episode two of season seven. The podcast for those involved in designing, developing, and running websites on the
Come on.